Welcome Inside the Vault. This is a collection of previously unreleased lessons from eight-figure entrepreneurial mastermind Arjun Robbins. And in case you didn't see the warning label, this content can be explicit and is for serious entrepreneurs only. As we continue this month's focus on marketing, this is the third and final episode from Arjun's October 2015 live quarterly meeting in Miami. Today's lesson is all about how to fix your marketing by understanding the life your clients want to be living. Let's go to the vault. Working with Arjan is like having a shortcut to future you. Every time I can have an opportunity to spend time with Arjan, I try to take it and be a sponge. I thought everyone was crazy. You know, they were running to the front of the stage to see this person. Arjun's wearing his crazy shirt. You know, he drinks tiger blood in the morning just for fun, and he's like breathing down my throat. Sometimes it's terrifying to work with him. It's like he's looking into your soul, but it's, it's growth the whole way. Okay. Um. problem we talked about earlier that a lot of business owners have with marketing is you don't really understand what you are marketing. So let's talk about what you are actually marketing. If you go to the hardware store to buy a drill bit, what are you buying? You're buying a hole, right? If you buy a ticket on an airplane, what are you buying? Sorry? You're buying a vacation. What else? You, what are you buying? Well, I don't know. If I'm going to fly from Nashville to Miami to meet a group of people to possibly get an amazing job that's going to be able to feed my family and make me a bunch of money and make all my dreams come true... What am I buying when I buy that airline ticket? Buying an opportunity. If I'm buying an airline ticket to fly across the country to pay respects to a friend who's died and to be there for their family, what am I buying? Not an opportunity, is it? What am I buying? I'm buying what? What kind of connection? I'm buying goodwill. I'm buying love. I'm buying support. I'm buying the ability to give support to my friend's family, right? If I buy a ticket to go to Vegas for my 21st birthday, what am I buying? Get your minds out of the gutter. She's a little girl. She's only 21. Come on. You're buying an adventure or something. (laughs) We don't really want to know. (laughs) But you see, if you think that what you're buying is transportation, you see how you're completely missing the point? You're aiming for the middle. You've got to understand what you're marketing or else how are you ever going to inspire someone? 
How are you going to get anyone excited about your product or your service if you think you're selling transportation? When you don't understand what you're marketing, you end up competing on the only thing that you can compete on, which is price. You think that any airlines are competing on safety? Buy a ticket on, air, on our airline because we tend to have fewer accidents than our competition. <laughs> Buy a ticket on our airline because we will reliably and safely get you from point A to point B. Is that what you see in airline ads? You see one of two. You see strictly competing on price, which is like a race to the bottom. Unless you're going to be absolute, positively the cheapest, you better not be competing on price. Walmart can compete on price. Southwest Airlines can compete on price. But unless you're going to absolutely, positively be the cheapest, you can't really occupy that fringe. So don't bother. The only way that you should worry about competing on price, the only way you should bother competing on price is if you're selling, if you're marketing what with price? What are you marketing with price? Luxury. If you want to compete with price, you better be the most expensive in town and you better be marketing luxury, marketing premium, marketing high end, right? If you're going to understand what you're actually marketing, you've got to understand why the person is buying the product or the service. Chris Anderson talked about that earlier. I thought that presentation was amazing. Do you like that presentation? Good presentation. I particularly like the gorking. That was cool. All right. So what does your client want in terms of time, money, and reputation? Whose time? Oh, let's try this again. Whose time? Their time. Whose money? Their money. Whose reputation? Their reputation. Don't forget, you are marketing their time, their money, and their reputation. Because they don't give a shit about your time. They don't give a shit about your money. And I'm sorry if this hurts your feelings, but they don't really give a shit about your reputation either. You know the only reason why clients even ask you about their reputation? Someone said it. Someone said it. Say it louder. Say it with confidence. Say it like you know it. To protect theirs. Right? Because no one wants to be the one who hired someone with a bad reputation. Then if something goes wrong, it adversely affects their own reputation. So you got to understand they're not buying your reputation. They're buying their reputation. So let's do some exercises. Describe how they want to be living in terms of their home. Circle the one that you think they want to be buying. Are your clients buying the luxury estate? Are your clients buying the 
the urban condo? Are your clients buying the suburban home? Or are your clients buying a shack? What future life, what future home are they buying? Some of them are buying the suburban home, and there's nothing wrong with that. But then you're not going to try to sell them premium, luxury, first-class product and pricing. That wouldn't make any sense. That would be a mismatch in your marketing. Some of your clients are buying the shack. They're buying the avoidance of the shack. They need to understand that if they don't make the right choice today, they're going to wind up living in a shack. You come in for a consultation. Your spine is out of alignment. If we don't fix your spine, you're not going to be able to work. If you don't work, you're not going to be able to make your mortgage payment. If you don't make your mortgage payment... You're going to live in the shack. We got to prevent this from happening. We're not selling a chiropractic adjustment. What we're selling is avoiding having you and your family end up living in a shack. Does all make sense? How do they want to be living in terms of their transportation? Are they buying the, what is that, a Bentley? Are they buying a Bentley? Are they buying a Ferrari? Is that a Ferrari? Are they buying a nice, clean, reliable economy car? Or are they buying a beater? How does your client want to be living their life? Because this imagery that you create, this imagery that you use to communicate, this imagery that you use to demonstrate, this is what you're marketing. You're marketing their future. With your product or service, it goes here. Without your product or service, it goes there. The difference is what we call the delta. If there's no difference between where they would be with your product versus without your product, There's no delta, there's no market, don't bother. You can't help someone who's got every single thing they already want and no concerns about the future. Can't help that person. Fortunately for us, there aren't very many people like that walking the planet today. We all want something. We all want to have a better life in the future than we have today. Everyone wants a better life in the future than they have today. You know that you can talk to people from all different cultures all over the world, Africa, South America, Egypt, Europe, the Americas. You can talk to people who are making a million dollars a year, and you can talk to people who are living on hundreds of dollars a year. And you know that we all think about basically the same things every morning? You realize we all think about the same things? What do we all think about every morning? Think about going to the bathroom, first thing. What's the next thing we all think about? 
Sorry? Getting some caffeine or some sort of sustenance. And then we think about eating. And then what do we think about? Bathing. And then what do we think about? Getting dressed. And somewhere along the way, we think about what do we have to accomplish during that day? And we think about what do we have to accomplish during that day so that we can have a you-fill-in-the-blank life tomorrow. Worse, the same, or better? A better life tomorrow. Now, you talk to someone in, you know, you talk to someone who's making $50,000 a year, and they're going to be thinking about different ways to have a better life. They're going to be thinking about a better life by going from a, you know, economy car to a midsize car. You talk to someone who's living on $100 a day, $100 a year in, you know, some third world country, and they're going to think about how to have a better life by going from walking to getting a mule. And you think you talk to someone who's making a million dollars a year, and they're going to think about how to have a better life by going from, you know, whatever luxury car they're probably driving to some other luxury car they want to be driving. But you'll notice that everyone's thinking about the same kinds of things. Everyone's thinking about the same topics. It's not some big mystery. And we've had this conversation with thousands of business owners all over the country, all walks of life, and there seems to be like almost a fear of admitting that you actually know what other people are thinking. And you just proved to me, you know what everyone is thinking. Every person on the planet, every adult on the planet, you just answered the question. You know what they're thinking every morning. And you know what they're thinking about the middle of the day? What's everyone thinking about around the middle of the day? Doesn't matter if they're rich or poor, black or white, Asian, Hispanic, male, female, heavy, thin, what language they speak, what country they live in, what is everyone thinking about around the middle of the day? They're thinking about what to eat for lunch. And they're thinking about how much longer till the end of the day. And they're thinking about what am I going to be having later for dinner? And if they're parents, they're thinking about what are my kids doing? Right? The range of things that people are thinking about is very, very limited. Now, the, the variety of ways in which they think about these topics, admittedly, that, that can run the gamut. But when you understand that most of the people on the planet are thinking mostly about the same things around the same times of every single day, I think that you have a big head start in helping you figure out what you're actually marketing. Because they all want to be, they're all thinking about all these things in terms of how they can have a better life tomorrow. Everyone's looking to make a profit in this world. That's what profit is. Profit is exchanging something of a lower value to get something of a higher value. Exchanging time that you could be spending on a lower value activity for time to achieve something that's of a higher value in your life. Or money or reputation or whatever.
insurance, life insurance, health insurance, disability insurance, insurance products that are built into retirement planning. Your clients want the good insurance or the shitty insurance. Does everyone see that graphic? See the cast in a plastic bag? I guess that's not a really good graphic. All right, we'll skip insurance. (laughs) Entertainment. Are you guys moving this thing because you think it's not working for me? Because it's like lagging and... Okay. Entertainment. How do your clients want to be living in terms of their entertainment? Debt service. Do they want to have the American Express black card? Do they want to have the Mercedes-Benz credit card? Or do they want to be taking their shit to the pawn shop? (laughs) You know, you guys are laughing, but the fact of the matter is some of you aren't really doing anything with your marketing to prevent that from happening. There are people who because of the because of because they're not purchasing because they're not aware of because they're not educated about the availability of your products and your services they do have to take their shit to the pawn shop. And if they had seen your article, if they had seen your flyer, if they had heard your speech, if they had met someone who met you at a networking event, if they had heard about your marketing message, they would have made a different decision back then and fast forward three, four, five, seven, ten, twelve steps, they wouldn't be standing at the pawn shop pawning their shit. Think about that the next time you decide whether or not to pull the trigger on a marketing plan. All right, warning. This one's going to really punch you right in the gut. That bottom right corner just depresses the shit out of me. How do they want to be living their life in the future? How do the choices that they're making when they see your marketing messages going to affect their future. You see, this is what you're selling. This is what you're marketing. You're not marketing probate or bankruptcy or, you know, a luxury dinner at a beautiful restaurant or an airline ticket or chiropractic services or accounting services. That is not what you're marketing. That's the package. That's the mechanics. That's the tools. What you're marketing is their hopes, 
their dreams, their goals, their plans, their aspirations, and their fears about having a better future. That is what you are marketing. That's what should be in all of your marketing messages. And to get it into all of your marketing messages, you first have to really wrap your head around what the client wants. What does your target demographic client really want? I'm assuming that for most of us, our target demographic client doesn't want to be bagging groceries at the store when they're in their 70s. Anyone got a target? Does anyone have a target demographic that aspires to be bagging groceries when they're in their 70s? Okay, so we'll leave that one out. Let's talk about the rest. Philanthropic. Do they want to be uh, having hospital wings and libraries named after them? Do they want to have the freedom and the resources and the, and the mobility and the health to, to go off into other countries and do volunteer work? Do they want to do volunteer work locally? Or is their idea of philanthropic work flipping a coin over to someone on the side of the road and that's the best they can do? What do they want? They're your clients. They're your customers. They're your passengers. They're your patients. They're your people. You've got to get your head into what's going on with them. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to tune in next week for more lessons from the vault.